going on, everybody? This is Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves, and I'm here with another episode of the Man Up Podcast. With me today is my co-host. As almost always, I have the pod father himself. I'm talking about Porch Daddy, Alan Aldridge. Also with me today, I have uh, the host of the Knights of the Dad Table. Is that right? Yes, Knights sir. of the Dad Table. Yeah, I always want to say the dad, dad of the Knights Table. The, the Knights of the Dad Table. Uh, he has been doing his podcast for almost a year now, right? And we're uh, close to a few months, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Colton Montgomery, and I'm yeah. excited to have him on again. He was on with us Sunday. We're going to be repeating it here for this Wednesday episode. Um, you know how we do our Sunday episode. We always have the same guests on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to pretend like y'all don't know it's because we record. We didn't do a re- uh, we didn't do a dress rehearsal for this one. Yeah, so <laughs> great to have him on. Uh, you talked a little bit about your podcast on the last one. Are they talk? You guys talk a lot about sports. Uh, tell me a little bit. How did how did your podcast come together? How did uh, Knights of the Dad Table? How did that How did that come to be? Well, me and my boys, you know, we just had a group of guys, and we always kind of talked about. I think that's what any group of guys, kind of in the early twenties, they said, "Let's start a podcast." Yeah. But we were like. Let's actually put it into fruition, and we got the right equipment. We got everything lined up. It took a minute, but it does, you know. And we finally were like, "Hey, let's start doing it." And we're twenty episodes deep now, and actually twenty-one once we drop. Um, probably once y'all hear this, you know, the twenty-first episode will be dropped with Alan. And um, you know, hey, we're we're like, let's do this. You yeah. know, let's. Where, where'd the name come from? Yeah, that's. Well, the the dad because y'all are not none of y'all are dads. No, we're not actually <laughs> biologically dads. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, like our group of boys, somebody came up with dads, and so we were like, one of one of our boys came up with kind of as like a it's kind of like a Talladega Nights thing, Knights of the Dad Table. We said that's a good name. We we stuck with it and it just kind of worked and um, we're not we're not we none of us have any kids. That yet. was going to be my question. Was yeah. it, do any of you have kids? None of us have kids yet, but we like I don't know. It just was like a, a name that kind of stuck with us. Dads, I don't know. I, maybe it's because we're because we're we do da- we do dad stuff, but we're not dads yet, you know. And I don't know. It just kind of stuck. I and think so, the fact that you don't know where you got your name is the funniest just, shit I've ever heard. It was heard. just uh, one of it us. Like I don't know, bro. One just, of us just kind of came up with it, and then we roll with it. And nice. coming up with the name is a hard is a hard part of the it show. Sure is. You know, Alan Belcher came up with this name. Did yeah. you know that? Alan Belcher came up with the name Man Up yeah. uh, because I was down there and I was like, man, I want to start a podcast, but and I want to I want to highlight like masculinity but i want it to be funny i want it like i was that's, i was kind of trying to find what the what the niche was he was like what about man up where we were you know and it's like we wanted it to be kind of masculine but like i don't know somebody just came up with dads and nice at nice the dad at, table i was oh. like whatever we came up with a logo and everything and it worked and so we've been rolling and we're trying to get our we got our content locked down and kind of what we're doing we it's hey, going you just need some little babies running around to yeah. right. make it official. You know? Won't be long. I mean, we don't have any uh, any that we know of yet. So that you know of. That we know of. We'll yeah. put it that way. And also, just to the namesake of something, not only what you're going to name it, but also when you get six months, a year, two years down the road, and when you begin to think, well, we called this thing Man Up. Are we true to that name is is this still mm. the message that we carry is this right. is this still what we bring to the table because yeah. i mean man i mean lately i've been on a, a podcast tirade i've yeah. been interviewed by a lot of different podcasts here in town and like you know they always ask similar to what you asked like tell me about the origin story of porch talk and how all this got in like well the name and all that and i was like i still remember six years ago of the moment the idea was born and uh, yeah, well, I'm, we're still walking in that, and it still carries the same meaning. Like, I've, I remember the first time I stepped foot in Relentless, and you and I stepped mm-hmm. in your office at the time, mm-hmm. still is, and did that interview. And next thing you know, Man Up is here. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? That's where I was born from. Because I, I thought about it. I thought about starting a podcast, but, I mean, I've always had so much other stuff going on, and I just, at a certain point, it was like, okay, I need to just do it. You yeah. know, it was like, I need to just do it. And and I, everybody had always told me, man, you should start a podcast. You should start a podcast. And, and you know, you, you love to talk shit so much. Like, you just, you should start a podcast. And I did it, and um, it started that day with you. I, I, that was when I was like, you know what? I think I really should do this because it's not as much. Like you didn't, your equipment was minimal. You know, you had a mic and a laptop basically at that time. Yeah, I was still time, running one mic. You were running. We were sharing a mic, and I was like, oh man, I think okay. Like it, you don't need but, that much. But ain't it that like that minimalist thing that kind of like it really, dude? Anybody You're could right? do any, yeah, any anybody <laughs> could do this, right? Yeah, like, and, and they do. Yeah. They do. There's a lot of pod- like you were just telling tell me all the podcasts in our town that we have. Yeah, and it was like holy cow! Like we have that many shows. Like I had no idea. I thought it was one or two of us. No, dude, and there's, there's a bunch. There's yeah. about ten. Well, that's crazy. That we I, should do a th- we should do a podcast like a like a like a mastermind event. Like all the local <laughs> podcasts get together. We'll like cater some food and just have like a little powwow. Okay, check this out. So you're not far off from we did we didn't record it, but uh, it just so happened Thursday night with the open mic that I host at Muslim Brothers that uh, cultured bumpkin, uh, possibly, probably. Uh, damn, I always butcher the name. Possibly entertain them. Probably irrelevant. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. Something of that effect. Wade Leonard, uh, Shannon Evans, Tom Bigby Tales, and myself were were all at Munson Brothers together, and we were all at the table, and we were talking about that exact thing. It's like, why don't we cross-pollinate and continue to help build and support each other? We really should. We really should, sincerely, because, uh, I mean – it's not going to do anything but help us. Okay. You know, it's not going to do anything but help us. Well, not only that, I mean, we are, our, our content is so different. Yeah. Like, even the, the, I always tell you, and you tell me the same, you like coming on Porch Talk. I like being on Man Up. Right. And we like it for the same reason. Yeah. I'm not in charge. No pressure. Yeah. It's just kind of hang back and see what happens. Yeah. Let me know? just say, I don't have to. When there's a moment of silence on here, I get nervous. Yeah. When there's a moment of silence on your show, I don't give a shit. It's not my show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, I can just say what I want to say. Not my problem. It's not my problem. You know, <laughs> like, I can say what I want to say. You can interview me, and I can just, like, ah, whatever. I'll just answer questions. It's, it's way lower. Like, that time that we had all of the Man Up people on Porch Talk was one of the most fun episodes I've ever done in my Amen. life. Amen. That was such a fun episode. Amen. Because I, I was just kicked back. I had no pressure. So- I wasn't worried about the TV screen. I could see it on his face. He was like, welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, now you manage this. Yeah. Managing man up with Tyler, me, Wes, and yeah, Alan. You didn't meet Tyler today. Yeah. Not today. T- Tyler is the well, one that really. I've, I've met Tyler, actually. One of the first times okay. I met him, I brought up podcasting. We were just about to get into it. And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, I'll come on y'all's show. I do, I do my buddy's show. I do something else. And I was like, yeah, we'll get you on. That was close to not close a year ago but we plan on it but it was like you yeah. know it was like you yeah, actually got to book it yeah we yeah. actually got to get it get yeah, it get it orchestrated so but we had alan on today so it was like at some point you know we'll, how many people do you have on your show regularly generally we have about three to four and it's kind of a rotation we have a we have it's kind of like y'all have like y'all have your your buddies and then y'all have a guest yeah. every now and again but um, it's kind of a rotation. We have the same two to three guys, and then we'll have this. In addition to that, every now and again, we'll have two to three more kind of mm-hmm. come on and talk about their what they got going on and kind of share perspective on some different things. So it's a uh, it's cool, man. We we've had two episodes where we've had five plus. They've been a little hectic, but yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah, we, uh, we we talked about that today. Uh, he he had asked me. He's like, "How many episodes do you think to where you've had like?" I don't know, maybe seven people on. I was like, less than ten times. And I remember it so clearly. And just there, we recorded for an hour and a half. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be a nightmare. If if I have 30 minutes. Of usable content. Yeah, I mean, because, like, what is one thing you always 
Crawl, me and Tyler about we're in our own world. Right, you keep, yeah. you got to let one person talk at a time. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to let one. And I, I've actually went back and listened to some of our content. We got to stop that shit because it <laughs> fucks up the content. We've gotten better. We have gotten better, but like if I'm talking and then you guys start talking to each other, it 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 messes up everything because now because you can hear it in these mics. And uh, I went back. It has gotten better, but that's my pet peeve is. Like, one person's got to talk at a time. Don't interrupt each other, which uh, interrupting is going to happen, but don't have m- mild m- uh, internal conversations. Yeah. You know, another thing that I have heard, because I have actually started going back and listening to some of our content, which I've never done before. Um, another thing is excessive inside jokes. You know what I mean? Like, it's jokes that, not, that people at home don't get. Yeah. Uh, and I'm real bad about them. Like you go and you're like, you know what? If I were listening to this, and I weren't if it like was their homeboy, or even no, even if it was my tenth time, oh. if I had not listened from day one, I don't get it. You know, or if I, and some of the times it's jokes that even if I listen to every episode, I'm not going to get because it's just stuff that we know about. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like you try to kind of connect it to people in your world, mm-hmm. and then it's like, but at the same time, how many people get what I'm talking about? Right, and then. If they don't, if we talk about it for five plus minutes, they're going to tune out. Yeah. You know, but I mean, what's crazy is like when we look at the facts on the table, like downloads, where people are listening. We were man up. We were top one hundred, possibly still are in South Africa, and I tra- I tracked it and I checked it. I didn't even tell Jake about it till two months later. But we were a top one hundred comedy podcast in South Africa. And to my knowledge, we probably still are. And how much of every bit of what we talk about do they know about? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to your critique, to the the inside talking or the inside joke and all these things that we think make a bad podcast, probably because we're listening to Huberman Lab and we're we're listening, like, that's what we expect and that's what we probably want out of our shows. Yeah. People don't mind it. Some people don't. Yeah. So it depends on what you want to get out of your podcast. Like, what level do you want to operate on? Um, I, I, you know, I eventually would like to compete with the bigger guys. Yeah. Like, I want to get to that level where I, you know, you maybe, maybe not a Joe Rogan, but with some of these bigger podcasts, I want to compete. I want to, I want to be up there with them, and so. We don't have to be a radio show, but we do have to kind of enforce a standard of excellence to a certain degree. There's got to be some kind of standard that has to be set of excellence that, like, we are producing content that everybody or a large number of people can connect with. Otherwise, it's because while we are doing well, we're doing okay, we could be doing a whole lot better. A whole lot better. There's a long way to go. I mean, we're still You're always going to say that. I, I, and, I, and, right. And that is a hill I always want to climb with you. And I, I always want to be a part of that. That Yeah, like, we are where we are, but we could do better. Mm. And the and moment, I'm always going to say that. You're right. The moment that we stop talking that way, we should be worried. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the thing about it is I say maybe I don't want to compete with Rogan, but by the time I start competing with everybody else, then I'm going to want to compete with Rogan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's never going to be a point. You want to go after the top dog. There's never a point where you're going to be satisfied. Never. Yeah. Yeah, until I'm number one. Yeah. And 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 then then maybe. And, like, one thing that I picked up off of you, and I'll uh, caddy over to Colton, but is I love these live episodes, and it really freed me up on Porch Talk because I used to be real meticulous with the production of my show uh, to every little word, word, every little breath, every little silence, and – fine-tuning everything. Mm, I used to, too. Then I come on here and do the live, and there's no possibility. And that led me to ease up. And it's almost like uh, writing a song, and you critique, and you, you rework it, you rework it, you rework it so many times that it never gets to see the light of the day. Mm -hmm. And so... I quit editing. I quit like so. I quit too. I, I, I make sure that my edit levels are fine. Like sound levels are good. You can hear it in the car. You can hear it in your headphones. However you do it on your TV, whatever you can do, all that. After that, I'm done. 
Yeah. Now, Coton, I know you are very meticulous about your product. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I want – I guess it's maybe it's a self-conscious thing. I don't know. But I want everybody to kind of – I want it to be a certain way. I want the music to sound a certain way. We have intro, outro. And so it's kind of like one of them things where it's like I got to think – I build this podcast, the one I do, off of relationships with people I meet. So they've got to not only listen to it, what do I think they, they're they going to sound? Are what, they going to be proud of it? Are they going to be proud of it? Are they going to want to listen to it when they're five to ten minutes in? Are they going to want to continue listening to it? Because numbers is one thing, getting the numbers there, but sharing the content I made, I mean, we just sat there for an hour and a half and talked about different things. I don't want that to be, you know, worth nothing. So, I got you. You want to say? I don't know if you saw me move your microphone back yeah, a little bit. Yeah. No, I did. Uh, I know it was a little close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I, I'll do, I, that, I do that a lot, dude. Yeah. yeah. Especially if I get passionate. Well, well especially because <laughs> well, our old mics, you had to do that. Yeah. And your mics, do you have to be close to your mic? You don't do. You? No, not at all. Oh, yeah. You could. That mic could be over there by that white bench. Yeah, and you're good. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Um, wanna, I don't, don't want to. Uh, just, just remember. I want to just scream remember. too loud. Yeah, <laughs> right there. <laughs> that, yeah, that double fifty. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I, and I know a lot of people at home probably don't give a shit about hearing about our 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 creative process. Our inside baseball, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I've had to. I have honestly. So, because I have so many things going on in my life, I take turns on what I'm obsessed over. You know, like I, I'm not always obsessed with the podcast. So sometimes I'm just putting out episodes. And sometimes I'm like I'm like di- deep diving because I'm sometimes I'm on a jujitsu kick, sometimes I'm on a real estate kick, sometimes I'm so my ADHD I have to have a life that allows my ADHD to kind of go crazy, and and I can follow my rabbits yeah. a little bit. Uh, but when I go on these kicks and I I'm like okay let's now let's become the best podcast we can possibly be. Let me fine tune some things and then get it to a certain point and then I can leave it for a little while and go do something else. Um, but that the process for me has really become okay, and this is this is what the Man Up Podcast really truly is. It is what can I create effortlessly? What can I create with the absolute least friction? Because my life has really become over the last couple of years, what can I do frictionless? What can I do? Because so I spent years creating a lot of planned content. I went live every Monday on my Facebook page, my gym Facebook page. I was shooting multiple short form clips per week. I was doing uh, like value clips for the gym. Like, okay, how can I help people? Here's some tips for boosting your testosterone. Here's some tips for this. Here's some tips for that. Uh, Here's a picture and here's that and these social media meetings. And I started doing this. I really didn't want to have to keep keep doing that forever, which was one of the reasons I made this kind of switch from – the gym being my main focus to real estate being my main focus, trying to move over to building assets and, 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 you know, owning, you know, stuff that's going to help me where I don't have to keep that grind forever. You a Tony Robbins fan? I do like Tony Robbins. Yeah. I, I've read Awaken the Giant Within, which is a phenomenal book. The Holy Grail just came out. And I've not, yeah, I haven't, haven't read that one. Um, I was listening to, he went on Theo Vaughn and I was listening to him and you know, the, if you get a chance to listen to the interview that Theo Vaughn did on his podcast, I, I do recommend it. But I've seen clips from it. Uh, I watched it. The, the first half was about mental health, mm-hmm. and then the second half was about finance. Mm-hmm. And that entire time that Tony was talking about finance, I just I closed my eyes. And I was like, that's Jake. <laughs> really? That's Jake. <laughs> like, everything that I heard him say, I was like, Jake already knows this. Jake, really? Jake already does this. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. No, thank you. That's a good comp- That's a big compliment. Because I'm not, a, I don't listen to a lot of Tony Robbins, but he's a very intelligent person. Yeah. Very intelligent guy. And I remember one thing that he, he teaches that I really, really like. He was talking about, have you seen the, cl- I saw the clip about him talking about uh, smoking with Theo Vaughn. He was like, uh, mm-hmm. if I offered you a cigarette, what would you say? No. He like, said no. And he was like, why? Because because that's who you are now. That's one You're of the most not important. A smoker. That's one of the most important things I've learned in my life is changing your perception of who you are is more important than everything else. So when I talk about habits and going to the gym, that's really what I'm talking about. So when I tell people if you're trying to get in shape, one of the best things you can do is just get in the habit of going to the gym. 
even if you don't work out, just go. Just go, walk on the treadmill for five minutes, don't lift two weights, whatever. Just go, do something. Change your identity to a gym goer. One of the most, I'll tell you, when I talk to people who are trying to get in shape, and they tell me, like, they don't want to be like a, like a meathead. They don't want to be a, like classic a... Classic stereotype. Whatever. They, they don't want to be inner classic stereotype here. I can already tell you they're headed for failure. They're, you're headed for failure. Do it for yourself. Well, because you are already villainizing the traits of people that are successful. It's, it's the reason why I have a problem with the Planet Fitness business model. You can't carry jugs of water around. You can't make noise when you lift weights. You can't, you can't do things that people that are in shape do. Yeah. You can't do the things that the people that are what you're trying to be do. You're going to villainize the people that are what you're trying to be. It's the same thing if you're trying to get rich, but you talk about how all rich people are crooks. Everybody who has money is a crook. Everybody who has money is dirty. Everybody who has money, yada, yada, yada. If you want to guarantee you ain't never going to have shit in your whole life, talk trash about rich people all the time. You'll never be rich. You'll never be rich because on the road to be rich, you're going to think you're a villain. And that limiting belief is going to hold you back forever. Now, I say that as someone who's not rich. but So take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? But uh, those limiting beliefs really, really hold you back. And so the most powerful thing you can do as a person is change your identity. And that's what Awaken the Giant Within is all about. Because the, the power of belief mm-hmm. is the most unbelievable power that a human has. When you truly believe something about yourself, you will kill yourself to prove it to be true. And well, so the things you say about yourself are super important. And that's why I'm so strict on my friends about that. Like, if I hear you saying some shit, and it's like, whoa, 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 uh-uh. You can't say that. Don't speak that over Don't your life. Don't speak that. Don't say that. You know, like like Mo will tell you. Mo, Mo will say right now, Mo, if I ever heard, well, back in the day, when I heard you saying something negative about yourself, what did I make you do? Immediately, three positive things. Three positive things. If you say, For every one negative thing, you have to say three positive things. That was one thing that I picked up from Tony Robbins, and I want to get his books and read that stuff, is like he asked Theo in that interview, name name three, the first three emotions that come to your mind. And Theo immediately named three negative things. Yeah. yeah. And like they spent the next 50 minutes, he was working Theo out of that. And by the time he got done with Theo, Theo was able to say three good things. He said, focus on that. Focus on that, dude. Because, I mean, how easy is it? We, we are our own worst critic, whether it be our creative process, whether it be our our job and our work ethic, our, our relationships. The way you look. Every, everything. The way that the way we look. dress. Everything. You know? Like, I, I, I do want to be critical to the boys. Like, if I consider you to be a friend, Colton, if you stepping out of line, I'm gonna hold you accountable. Yeah. I'm gonna hold you accountable. All right, yeah. for sure. And you for may, sure. man, screw you, dude. Yeah. But I, I'm not doing that because I don't appreciate you or consider you to be a friend. I'm trying to correct your behavior. It's the opposite. Right. It's, it's exactly. kind. It's more like, hey, I consider you a friend. So here's why I'm saying mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Yeah. If I see a homeboy, and let me tell you right now, if I'm never critical of you it's probably a good sign that I don't actually consider you a really close friend. Yeah. A really close Or you're just killing it. Right. Or you're just absolutely killing it. But, like, if I criticize the way that you're dressing or the way that you act. Or Last the way episode. Talk, <laughs> right. Like I don't even know if that was on air. No, it wasn't on air. But, like, you, we were. We were I was ragging Mo. Yeah. Right, because I want the best for Mo. I love Mo. I want Mo we, to be successful. We all do. You know what I mean? If, and, and same thing with y'all. Like, if, like if, if, if I see you saying something negative about yourself, like create a self-image of who you believe that you are. And I'll tell you, a really good book to read about this is, um, uh, matter of fact, let me, let me, I don't have my phone on me. Um, oh, shoot, what's the name of it? So, essentially, there's a book, and I'll think of the, think of the name in a second. Well, it's, I've got it downloaded on my phone. Oh. And that's Couldn't why I was looking at my it. phone. Yeah. Um, oh, a Best Self. Yeah, best self. And it's a book about like, okay, I'm going to take these these traits I like and don't like about myself, and I'm going to turn them into characters. 
what does the best version of me do? How does he speak? Like when I'm at my absolute best, when I'm killing the game. What does he do? What does he do? Who is that? Who do I really want to be? And then we create a character. Because here's the thing. The person that you're playing right now in your day-to-day life is not you. It's the character that you've created for the world through lots of experience, the things you like, the things that you like to do, the things that you say, the way that you dress, what you do with your hair, everything. Everything is a character you've created based on what your parents taught you, based on what you learned about yourself in school, based on what other people have told you, based on the things that you were good at. So you've taken all this information in and you've been like, okay, well, this is who I am. But that's not necessarily true. That's not true. You could change it tomorrow if you wanted to. If you wanted to be well-dressed, you could be well-dressed. If you wanted to be hardworking, you could be hardworking. You just had to start believing that you're hardworking. Yeah, and how easy is that, especially in this Alabama-Mississippi landscape that we live in, that we all just accept the fact that we are our father's son? Yeah, yeah. And whatever our fathers did, that is the absolute best that we could ever do. Mm. Well, I'm probably going to end up in that factory job. Yeah. Well, I'm probably— Factory jobs are good jobs. I'm not hating on that. Yeah, me but either. like It's a living. It's a living. You know? It's a living. Yeah. It's an honest living. But like, s- example, I may have told this on the show before. I went to high school with a guy, graduated with a guy, right? Yeah. All his life, from the time that we were playing Little League Baseball up to the point of graduation, he was a great athlete. He had colleges and even MLB teams come scout him at yeah. practice. But the one thing that he bought and told himself every day was that he would never be anything more than someone who would work at the local uh, wood wood factory. Yeah. And you know where he works now? Wood factory. At that wood factory. In uh, Millport, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And – They won't call it by name, but people who – Right. People who know. Right. Yeah. And, and he, he bought that lie. Yeah, and he could have been. He he may have went to college and played baseball. He may, and that might have been as far as it went. Sure, was a good ball player, but he would have made a few dollars. You know, yeah. yeah. But he accepted that all I'll ever be is what my father was, mm-hmm. and yeah. working in this wood factory. Yeah, yep. and I was like, oh brother, and he's still there to this day. Yeah, he'll die and, there probably, and he'll or he'll retire from there. And I wonder what he'll tell his son. Yeah. This is all you'll ever be. Will it self-perpetuate? Let me tell you, let me tell you another yeah. story. Let me tell you a story about, uh, I'm not going to use his name. I'm not going to tell you. It's a, it's a person that's kin to me. And his parents, also kin to me, obviously, uh, got pregnant in high school mm-hmm. and had a kid in high school. And the mother, in order to teach him, make sure he did not get someone pregnant in high school. Because the mother believed that the reason why her life and her husband's life, it turned out so poorly, was because they got pregnant in high school, right? And so he told, she told him his whole life, don't ever get someone pregnant in high school because if you do, your life's over. You'll never do anything. You'll never accomplish anything. Nothing good will ever happen to you. You'll not get to have all these great experiences. Um, your life is over if you get someone pregnant in high school. Sounds like a feminist lie. And... You get down. He got down to his senior year of high school, and guess what? He knocked a girl up. He knocked a girl up on a one-night stand. Had a one-night stand with a girl. Probably prom. Nope. Just met her and knocked her up. One-night stand. She gets pregnant. They have a kid. Guess what? His entire belief system for the rest of his life was built on. You'll never amount to shit. I'll never amount. I'll never do anything. I'll never amount to anything. I'll never make good money. I'll never have anything. I'll never experience anything. And do you want to know what? He He was right. He was right. He lived at home. To my knowledge, he still does. He's older than me. To my knowledge, still lives at home with his mom. He never went anywhere. He never did anything. Him and the girl aren't together. And to my knowledge, I don't believe he pays child support. So I don't know why he thinks he can't do anything. But stuck in that mindset. he's stuck in this mindset that he has developed around being a loser. And it just stuck with him. Yeah. And he, he, he just believes that that's the way that it is. And he can't beat it. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's one thing that, uh, man, you're, you're a younger guy. I mean, you're, you're fresh out of high school, 21 years old. It's crazy. Uh, Jake is a guy the same age, a lot of the same experiences. Uh, we have a lot of the same interests. We all do podcasts. We're all trying to reach an audience. I mean, that is the one thing that 
I would tell my audience and I would tell this audience, your audience is, man, like you just said with that Tony Robbins, if you have one bad thought in your head about yourself, give me three right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're so much more than that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And, man, we had guys like that too, you know, like mm-hmm. you were talking about. Every I mean, class has them, dude. And, it's, and it's, it's one of them things, man. It's like, man, what could a life been for you? You know, but life happens. Wouldn't that? But when you, when you think about heaven and hell, if you believe in such a thing, yeah. I do. Yeah. You know what? the The worst part of hell for me, if if hell is a is a place I would have to go, it would be a movie theater, and it would be me sitting there and seeing all the things that I could have done, but mm-hmm. I I told myself I was never worthy. Or I never could achieve it. And if I had to watch that seamlessly for all of eternity, yeah. that would be hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ever listen to like Ed Milet or any of these other guys like Tony Robbins when they talk about hell, Ed Milet says that his version of hell would be when he gets to heaven, God would bring out the person he could have been. His, the absolute best version of himself. The person that touched the most lives, was in the best shape, uh, worked the hardest, accomplished the most, made the most money. And then his version of hell was he looked at that he looks at that person and he doesn't recognize him. It's nothing like who yeah. he was. But his version of heaven would be if he got to heaven, and God and it was they were identical twins. Yeah, like that's heaven to him. Like I accomplished everything I could accomplish. I touched as many lives as I could. Um, you know that would be his idea of heaven. You a religious guy? Yes, sir. You are? Yeah. Christian or Christian? Are you? Are you? Okay. Yeah, I believe in, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, yeah. sir. Same. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you know, I, I think about this all the time in terms of, uh, like, when, from, a relig- from a religious standpoint. It's like, okay, when, when you're thinking about being a Christian, and, and I think a lot of people, something I've been thinking about a lot here lately, and I'm not belittling the, the idea of getting saved. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. But when you read the Bible, it talks about uh, Jesus said, doesn't, never says, accept me. He doesn't say, accept me. He says, follow me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a big difference. Like we, we put this big emphasis on this idea of this really emotional moment where we say a prayer, but that's not what Jesus commanded us to do, is to follow him and touch as many people as we can and help as many people as we can. And uh, I, uh, I, think that's a, I think that's a problem with a lot of people. We get into this idea of, of not, just, not just in Christianity, but in, but in life, this idea of, of um, these emotional moments and these, yeah. these, um, but we forget that it's about how many people can we help. You know, the, the purpose of the podcast is to gain influence, right? Yeah. That's why I'm here. I'm here to gain influence, but I'm here to gain influence so I can help people. Yeah. Yes. It's always fun to be funny. It's always fun to come on here and have a good time. You know, we get me and Tyler get on here. We go back and forth and whatever. And what are these Wednesday episodes becoming? Th- these Wednesday episodes are the episodes to where, like, we have people who listen to the show who reach out and be like, that really helped me. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I- I'm good to be in this place right now, but, like, to where you're going with, like, this Christianity, especially here in this Bible Belt that we call the South of the United States, I don't like the state it's in because we sell that emotional moment of walking down an aisle and saying this prayer and then following through with being dunked by some kind of water that we hold to have some kind of spiritual relevance no like as you said follow me mm-hmm. and also like people like i grew up with in church now critique me for some of my lifestyle behavior maybe they have some credence and maybe they are right but maybe i'm exactly where god has me and i am reaching yeah the most amount of people, and I'm impacting the most lives that I possibly could, and maybe God is using me mm-hmm. right now. You never know. Yeah. You never know. I agree completely. Yeah. I agree completely because I think a lot of times we get, when you look at the ministry of Jesus, and one thing that, that I'll say is Jesus was never critical of the world sinning. Yeah. It was, it was never, like, it was never. It was never, always the Pharisees and Sadducees he had beef with. Sinning. Because people that were sinners came to Jesus and was like, "Hey, I'm humbled," I know, and, and that's and I, that's where I've come to in my life. Because you know, getting back to God for me was a tough, was a was a tall order. And uh, for me, it was I come there and I'm like, um, I get there and it's like I had to come to the point where I was like, "Man, I don't have anything figured out." 
I don't have anything figured out. Like, I can't do this on my own. You know, because I'm the kind of guy that's hard for me to accept that. Because I think I can do anything. You know, but you come to the point in your life, like, man, I can't do this anymore. I'm on my own anymore. I'm, I'm broke down. I'm, you know. And I'm not trying to make this a super religious episode or a super serious episode. It ain't, it ain't yet. You know, that's not no. what I'm trying to do. But the point is that what I'm trying to say is I think that we're all put on this planet for a reason. I think that we all have a purpose. And even if you're not a religious person, I think that you can kind of vibe with that a little bit. You can what did kinda, little Dicky say? Everything in life has purpose. Me, you, a midget in a circus. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, like you can get to a point in your life where you get to kind of crossroads. Let's say you get to crossroads and you have a choice to do something or do something else. You may not pick the right choice, but you're put at that crossroads. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's one of them things. It's like, you know, that's a theory. You know, I may not – everything that is going on may not be what was planned, but I had a crossroads. I had a, I had a choice mm-hmm. to kind of put somebody or, who knows, 25 to 60 people on, on this path. Did I or did I not, you know? But I'll tell you this, uh, one thing that I – I can't stand the seeing people when people are presented with a crossroad. It's how much time do we waste at the crossroad? Yeah. Like as a man, what is the one thing that we're supposed to be? We are supposed to be. That's the way. Yeah. You're supposed to be the decision maker. You yeah. you make the decision. I, and I, I, mean, no, like, I was actually just about to get into that. Go ahead. No, you. you but bro, you could. I mean, I mean. How many times do we sit at these crossroads and we're so scared to, is it left, right? Or maybe is there another option? No, the moment that you come, whatever comes over you, act. Yeah, I agree completely. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that we get way too caught up in the idea of good and bad decisions. There is almost very rarely, very, very rarely in your life, very rarely in your life are you going to have decisions where you have a right and a wrong answer. You're going to have answers. You're going to have decisions, and they're going to both have upsides, and they're going to both have downsides. And most of the time, you don't know the full scope of what those are until you walk through the door of that decision. The most important thing is that you're just good at making decisions. But also, Jake, you can't walk back. That's true. That's true. Be be definitive. But something that I have found with people that are really successful in anything – they're really good decision makers. They're really good at, at not only making a decision, but taking the action that that decision comes with. So, for instance, right now you may be at a crossroads in your life about whether you're going to get in shape or not. Am I going to eat right? Am I going to take care of my body? Am I How much time am I going to spend with my kids? Whatever. Your body will make that decision for you. And so eventually, <laughs> but you come to that decision, it's like, okay, am I going to get in shape or am I not going to get in shape? Not making the decision is making the decision not get in shape, right? Yeah. But if you're good at saying, okay, I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to follow through with what that means, that's being good at making a decision. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So be the kind of person that can make the decision. So for if you're in a position where there just isn't enough time in the day for you to get to the gym, but you can still eat right. You can still There's still things you can do. Just do the things you can do. You may not have time to get in the gym right now. Yeah. You may not have time to, to do everything you want to do. That's something I've had to really come to terms with, that there's only 24 hours in a day, and I need to sleep at least a few of them. Yeah. You know, I can't do everything. I can't do everything. But what kind of person am I? Person am I? I'm the kind of person that's going to make decisions. I'm the kind of person that's going to see things through. I'm the kind of person that's going to outwork everybody in the room. I'm the kind of person that's going to do what I can and do, do the best that I can. And so I was talking about earlier about uh, the live your best life or, or the best self, the book's best self. And what you do is you take all the things you want to be and the things that you are that you want to continue to be, and you make them into a character and you name that character. And you take all the things you don't want to be, lazy, um, you know, undisciplined, uh, gossipy, um, all these things, and you create another character. And when you start seeing yourself acting, those things, okay, that's – that, and you name that character. That ain't my M.O. Yeah, that's, the that's you know, Jake the Snake or whatever. That's the snake. Yeah. I don't want to act like the snake. I'm going to act like the superhero Jake. Well, I mean, I'm going like, to act like Superman Jake. You know, that's that for me, that's what Superman is. When I talk about being Superman, it's not just, that was a fight. The Mississippi Superman is a fight nickname that I got, but it was also what I named my character. So I read that book, and I named my character. And the Mississippi Superman is a leader. He's, uh, he's disciplined. He's... Uh, 
uh, charismatic. He's uh, he's the kind of guy that sees shit through. He's the kind of guy that um, you know pours into people and cares more about what he can do for other people than what people can do for him. Mm-hmm. So that's the character I created. That's where the Mississippi Superman. That's why it's the name on everything. That's the character I well, created. I mean, and th- and that's also why like. Uh, and I consider like myself to be lucky and fortunate to have you in my circle, and not only that, to be in your circle, and to be able to do this show. And man, Mo, and you know all the people that we have in the chats, and uh, man, all these lives and relationships that we're shaping and we're we're crafting. And also, man, like for you to take my booking up and have Colton on. I mean, we got a 20-year-old young man who is into the same game that we're in. And, like, man, like, I like your show. I like what y'all do, and I appreciate what y'all do. And, man, there is nothing more that I like to be able to have these type of conversations with with people this age. Yeah. You're at a really pivotal time in your life, too, man, because you're 21, right? Yes, sir. 21 years old. Um, you're at a pivotal time in your life, bro, where, I mean, just a couple of good decisions can really set you up. You yeah, know, a couple yeah. of good decisions all it's going to take. The, our pivotal crossroads, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to – thankfully, I'm able to have good influences to kind of shape where, what direction I go in those, you know, mm-hmm. with those crossroads. But, um, oh, shit. Yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, it's – a couple of good, unfortunately, and or bad decisions can shape where I go for the next few years. You, you know, one night stand could positively or negatively affect your life for 18 years. That's it. Good. That's it. And you can make it positive or negative depending on you know yeah. how you how you approach it. Responsibility, that's or it. even if she's willing to have anything to do with you. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, 21 years old, man. I mean, one of the biggest things that I'll talk about, though, if I'm talking to a 21-year-old or a 33-year-old or a 31-year-old, whatever, is trajectory. Yeah. Trajectory is a compounding of effect of a lot of different decisions, right? And uh, there's another book called Atomic Habits that really talks about trajectory, so every, say that one more time. I'm not being there's a, a There's a book called the book. The book name yeah. Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. Okay, it's a great book, and it's <laughs> it's about if you really want to change your life. A lot of times we're looking for the one big crossroads that you're talking about. That one big decision. Yeah. And if you really read the book by Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within, it talks about that. But that decision is always sitting in front of you, like to get in shape or to go pursue well, your I, dream. Well, I think that would be what Tony would describe as a dragon that you have to slay. Yeah. But when you talk about yeah. atomic habits, it's the idea of making the decisions to make put time on your side. So um, where are you going to be in 10, 20, 30 years based on the micro habits that you do every day now? Because a lot of people – think that you can do a lot more in a month or a year. They overestimate what you can do in a year, but they vastly underestimate what you can do in five and ten. Yeah. A little small change in your daily routine can vast, especially at 21 years old, a small 15 to 20 to one hour change of your routine every single day can vastly change your life. And it can at 33, too, because at 33, dude, we're young. Yes, we we're are. young. We're very, very young. And I was talking to an, a mentor of mine this week. And one of the biggest things I can advise anybody at home, find a mentor. Find people that you look up to that you want to be like and get around them and call them and, and have them call you and, you know, touch base. But he was, you know, I was talking about where I was in my life. And he was like, you know, this is the season for you. If, if, if you don't have anything else to do in the day, man, read. Just read. Go find something. Find something and, and make a micro habit of 15 minutes a day. Read a book. Read a book, not a fiction book, not a true crime book, not some bullshit. Go read uh, Awaken the Giant Within, uh, Atomic Habits, things that are going to change your trajectory. That's how I describe you to other people. Like when people ask me, like, tell me about Jake Reeves, like that's one of the first things that comes up. It's like he doesn't waste his time. I don't talk to Jake on the phone. Yeah. I write him in a group chat, and he might get back to me in a minute. Or it might be three, four or days. Or it might be three, <laughs> yeah, four, might days. Be three four days. Later. But, like, yeah. one thing I know about Jake is his work ethic is true and tested over time, but also he's not wasting time. Yeah. 
I appreciate if he that. Ha- if he has downtime, I know that he's reading or he's talking to Alan Belcher. Yeah. Yeah. Like or he's, Mark Romano or somebody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to somebody that pushes me. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm asleep. Yeah. I'm resting. I, I'm glad I can, like, I, I call you a friend and, like, motivate me as like I'm glad I'm 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 glad I'm glad to hear you say that because also it's very hard when you're that kind of person to have friends because a lot of people think, well he's not coming to the bar and hanging out with me. He's not Dude, it ain't nothing personal. Bro, it ain't nothing personal, dog. It really ain't. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing personal. And this is the reason why I do this. Yeah. I do this because this is my social life. This is our playing golf. This is how I play golf. This is your field. Because yeah. now I can come and I can hang out with you guys. And also, I can gain influence at the same time. Yeah, I can put my ideas out there on a microphone, mm-hmm. and I can I, we can talk, and we can kind of collaborate, and we can, and uh, I can walk away feeling like I did something, you know. Um, and like I talked about in the mental health episode, my mental health can't handle a lot of downtime. I just can't handle it. And another thing about me, dude, um, I can't handle downtime. I get in trouble with downtime. When I have downtime, what do, what do they say about it downtown? It's the That's a devil's play, playground, yeah. but yeah, I don't have the devil's play thing. Yeah. So you know, like I like I don't want downtime. I, downtime for me, when I have a little downtime, I want to look at porn. When I have a little downtime, I want to go do something nasty. Uh, when I have a little downtime, I want to go get in trouble. I want like, dude, my my intrusive thoughts are pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. My intrusive thoughts are pretty extreme. Yeah, we we spend a lot of time yeah. joking about it. Yeah, but like. It is what it is. The, the thing about the joke is that it's real. Yeah, yeah. yeah my intrusive thoughts are pretty extreme. I gotta stay. I gotta stay on top of my. Well, stay busy. Stay yeah. with your project. Stay with you doing. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about about you, man. Like, what's what's the what's the long term goals, man? What are you trying to accomplish with the podcast or anything? In general, yeah, podcast or in general. Well, um, with the podcast, I mean, me and my boys. I mean, we're all age twenty and twenty five in that range, and so. We're kind of just trying to, for the most part, laugh, talk, cut up, mm-hmm. you know, have fun, put our perspective out to the world, and um, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the big thing with it, you know. We just want to share our perspective a little bit on some things. We don't get into a lot of serious, I guess you say more serious stuff. We talk about more about. Um, we talk about things we're passionate about. You know, yeah. we talk about we talk a lot of music. We talk a lot of, of uh, we talk sports. We talk uh, football, basketball, baseball. We talk about those things. What's the goal? Where do you want it to be in ten years? The goal in ten years with with that, um, I think. I'm not we, trying to put you on the spot. I'm just curious. Well, I don't know. I don't know that we've thought about it that much. I, mean, I don't know where I want to be with this in ten years either. Yeah, that's the thing. I think we just have said, look, this is something we need to do. We've been talking about it for a long time, and let's put it into put it into motion a little bit. Let's get the equipment. Let's let's start putting out content, and then let's kind of figure it out. We're kind of figuring it out as we go. Um, be honest with you. I, I, like, there's you nothing know? wrong with that. Not to not to like yeah. put some fire on you or put you more under the spot, but uh, like I don't close your eyes, man. It, like take the boys out of it. Yeah. What do you want to not? Out of nights of the dad table, what what is your goal? What is your message? What do what, you bring? What I want personally, I want to share our perspective and highlight people because I know I have friends that are, like I said, we talk a lot of music stuff. I've got friends that are really talented, and I want to kind of highlight, maybe if it's not perspective and and points of what we do, highlight what they can do throughout kind of the golden triangle area mm-hmm. that's kind of my goal with it and you know just get our voice out there a little bit you know um that's my personal goal because my friends all have kind of good ideas with it but i guess i'm kind of the engine with it you i know, do like i you mean know. like if when i think of nice at the dad table like it's no offense to jake or cameron yeah. or whomever else but like you're the face. Yeah, I, I try to kind of put the wheels in motion of, hey, y'all have got y'all got to give for this or that. Let's let's talk about it a little bit. What have y'all got cooking up? What have y'all got working on? And then let's, you know, slice it up. Let's slice it up. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been living here my whole life. You know, I've been I've been in the Golden Triangle my whole life. I've been allowed. 
I mean, I'm just saying Golden Triangle. I've been in Lowndes County, Mississippi my whole life. So, um, you know, I want to – and these guys have been my – been buddies of mine, close friends for a long time. So, um, I want to talk about what we're um, passionate about. And then, I don't know, I guess it was just kind of come up as a thing. Everybody always said, hey, let's start a podcast. And I then, think that's the thing of – with the Joe Rogan phenomena, and there are times to where I think that we should cut it off. No more, no more new podcasts. This is it. This is the end of it. We, we, we have all the podcasts that exist. We do. We exist. Have yeah. And then, like, you get this brand new idea that that should exist. There's always and, something and, new. And yeah. The universe or the internet or these. Podcasts, they have a way of sorting themselves out, and the ones that need to remain, yeah. remain. Yeah. And I think that's something with us. We've, while we've kind of tried to do only two to three per month, is we tried to kind of keep it to where, hey, we have something fresh every time. But then as we're going forward, 2024, we try to bring new people on. So, um, but like I said, that what I what I stated my goal as that's still my goal, and um, it is what it is, man. Is your podcast your main like baby right now? Is that the main main thing you're rocking right now? Yeah, um, from late August through early December, my main thing kind of is broadcasting football. You know, that's that's my you know I, I went to California, and I, that's what I do is I broadcast their their football games. And so I do that on Friday nights, sometimes Thursday nights with the uh, referee shortage. Yep. But um, I do that, and I'm passionate about it. i got a little brother who's coming through the high school program starting next year. So um, that's kind of my, my thing, too. But um, we kind of just get into a little bit of everything, and we kind of try to dive into things locally, um, but try to highlight people. When I, we try to build it through relationships, you yeah. know. We try to build our podcast through relationships, through you should be motivated kind of to listen to this because we know you and, hey, we may have a perspective on something you didn't think of. So, Well, yeah, I mean, and just back to your, your Caledonia perspective with broadcasting is, man, um, keep at that because I think you'll be amazed where that might land you. Somewhere down the road, I'm gonna tell you right uh, now, brother. Some, <laughs> and you got a voice for it. Like I've heard you, I've heard you on radio doing it. Like you got a good voice for doing it, and you're some, good at it. Something I've learned is, no matter what your natural talent level for something is, if you will just stay at it and try to be the best at it, and try to be around the people that are the best at it, network in it, you will, you'll be amazed. At where things can take you. Well, like 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 talking about this right here. Like truly, my my goal with it, like my talent, kind of lies within that. Like within play by play. Mm-hmm. All right, doing honestly and truly, California football games, and I've done it now for three seasons. And my brother's coming up now. I'm trying to. I want to stay with it at the bare minimum until he graduates, and. I enjoy it, but my passion right now is really and truly is music. My passion is local music. You know, I got buddies that are trying to kind of find their groove in it, and it's just kind of trying to find those guys and um, what their niche is with it. So yeah, You're like an old soul because the radio DJ is a thing of the past now. Yeah, it is. So It's like – Listen to nights of the dad table and the way that y'all talk about music, especially yourself. You would have been a guy that would have been well served his community, right? If he was a DJ born in the seventies and eighties, and be mm-hmm. like, "This is the hottest and latest thing." That's kind of the the flavor that they bring, right? Like when they talk about music and things, like that's why I like the guys so much. It's very porch talk s to me. We're trying to do with it, yeah, but um, it's that's that's what I bring to it, and like I guess because I'm kind of like the. Uh, I kind of like organize everything, bring everything together, and so I kind of bring most of the topics to the table. But um, 
it's us. Also, you organize events, man. You've thrown some parties. Yeah, and it's us talking about what we're passionate about, and we're going to do bigger things and moving forward. But um, it's us talking about what we're passionate about, and it's uh, it's stuff in our area, sports and music-wise. So, you know, but that's, that's cool, man. It's what we're I, into. I think that I think that getting dialed in on what you want what you want to do that's why i ask you know i yeah. think that's important i think and it's something i have a lot of trouble with because i've got so many things i want to do and so many things i want to say and so many goals like it, it can be tough for me but, you know yeah just keep killing it bro keep Thank killing you, it. keep getting after it and, you yes. know i'll uh and i'll uh i'll try to support you guys any way that i can thank you bud um yeah uh, what, are you, what are you doing bro yeah <laughs> I know I it's, saw it. It's good. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, so yeah, what about you, Alan? What's the what's the what's the long term for you, man? What's it look? What's what are you what are you trying to in five years? What do you want to look back and have done, man? As someone who doesn't know if they're gonna have a job tomorrow, um, as someone who family dynamics has effectively changed as of an hour ago uh, as, as someone who is just in the moment I really believe uh, in Porch Fest I really believe in bringing these out of town musicians to Columbus, Mississippi these comedians, and I believe in having people like you and Colton come there. If that is your show and that's what you like, for you to meet those people, and you can have that time at that. I just want to continue to build on the community that I am creating, and I want to continue to build on that success to a point to where Columbus just ain't a big enough place. We got to move it somewhere else, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, five years, dude. Like uh, the man up patient runs grown. Uh, we we're no longer sitting at a rectangular table. We got a round table, and uh, we ain't working at these dead end jobs anymore. We doing this full time. Like, I want to escalate this. Mm-hmm. I want Mo to fight. Because he thinks it's fun, which he probably already does because he's a dog. But, uh, you know, and I, I want all of us to be doing our pursuits and getting paid for those pursuits because that's what we were put on this earth to do. That's yeah. what I want. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm about. And so, like, man, I'm slowly seeing it realized. But, like, I think it's a snowball rolling down a hill, and that snowball is beginning to get awfully big. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's rolling. It's rolling. We're, we're a long way from where I want to be, but it's rolling for sure. It's rolling for sure. You know, I think I think getting dialed in on what you what you want out of life and what you're trying to do, get out of your pursuit. Something that is it's been hard for me. Like, okay, what's what's the what is the point you get to where you won? Like, you can kind of and I, and for me, I don't know what that I don't know exactly what where that is. But uh, that's awesome, man. I've enjoyed this episode with you guys. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, um, how how far are we in? 56 minutes? 58 and a half. 58 and a half. Um, yeah, we'll keep rolling for a little bit. We'll go a little over an hour. Uh, something that I've realized about myself was uh, the things that were really important to me were uh, was tribe, like getting people around me, having the right people around me, having uh, connections. And, and so I think that's my long-term goal. Is uh, And that was the purpose of this podcast, was if I can get this podcast m- – monetize the point where people can start quitting their jobs and stuff, I can spend a significant amount of my time during the week with the people that I want to spend it with, having conversations with people that I want to have, have conversations with, you know, and, and, and growing those relationships more. Because m- money isn't really the thing for me. I want to make a whole bunch of money. But the reason I want to make a whole bunch of money is so that I can reinvest that money. A, I want to give that money away. You know, I want to make an impact in the community around me. I want to help people less fortunate than me. B, I want to make sure that the, pe- the people that mean a lot to me, the people that have stood by me by, since day one, the people that are here with me, uh, I can take care of them. And uh, C, 
so that I can fulfill that need in myself of because I'm gonna be honest with you, man. What I started realizing was well, when am I the happiest? I'm happy when I'm making money, but man, as a guy, the happiest times for me is kicking it with the boys. You know, kicking it with the Ain't tribe. Being, like it, yeah, it's just it's the it's the happiest. You know, I I'm very fulfilled knees, with my family. Buddy. I'm very fulfilled with my family. My my children and my wife give me a lot of fulfillment. It's been a time my wife gives me happiness, but I get a lot of fulfillment through my family, but I get a lot of happiness and joy just spending time with the boys. And so uh, you know, building this thing out so that we can we can build this community further, that's the that's the long term goal for me. And I wanna make a shit ton of money so that I can share it. You know? That's my that's my long term goal. So I can really impact people and, and share that share that wealth. Dude, I just uh yesterday, uh, which I know this is the Wednesday episode, but I filled out uh my nonprofit status for uh not porch talk but porch fest that's that's a nonprofit status i'm applying for grants and uh that is so i can pay the musicians that come and play at my events better the people i staff to run sound or cater to the guest the comedians everything can be a fuller and better experience and so like everything that i'm working toward like plug, plug Porch Fest. What was the date on the April twelfth and thirteenth at Munson Brothers, downtown Columbus, Mississippi. My God, if you don't come, I will be mildly upset. He's gonna be pissed. Yeah. He's gonna be pissed. So uh, we'll be doing a meet and greet on the seventeenth. What's the date on? On the thirteenth. Thirteenth. So Madison the, Grace the and Logan Hogue will be there on Saturday. Yeah, so we'll have a lot Man of up crew. Yeah, we'll have a lot of former guests on that day. So that's Saturday, the thirteenth. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll be the man up. Meet and greet. Y'all come out. Uh, we'll be, you know, if y'all want to take pictures, I don't know why you would, but, you know, yeah, some of you would, maybe. Some uh, do. We'll take pictures together. Uh, we'll kick it. If you are a, if you are a paying, if you're a member of our Patreon, I got your drink. I'll get you a drink. We'll, we'll kick it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I don't, I don't go out much. I'm not a no. He does not. I'm not a frequenter of the nightlife and the bar scenes. I've got three kids. I've got a wife. I've got multiple businesses. I consider this a business. So I consider. I say that I have three businesses, which is my YouTube channel, podcast, my you know my real estate ventures, and then my gym. Uh, I don't have a lot of time. I'm super excited. I've already told my wife she's got to be come with me. My wife doesn't like going out either. She is, uh, she's, and, and she's, uh, she's very shy. You know, she's a, she's a homebody. She likes, uh, she's not a, she's not a social butterfly the way I can be. But are you going to be there? You coming? Oh, for sure. Okay. Was there last yeah. year. Awesome. So, yeah. so yeah. this that's next year, really make sure you're there. Yeah. Make sure you're there yeah. on the 13th. For, I'll, for the I'll be there on Friday and Saturday. I'll be on there Dude, the whole He uh, had tickets to go to Oliver, Anthony, and Tupelo on the 12th, and he's like, no, nah, I got to be at Porch Fest. Yeah, I mean, I, I got oh, wow. for, for Christmas. I mean, I was blessed with some Oliver, Anthony tickets, but luckily there was refundable situation there. And so I was like, look. I'm going to Porch Fest. I can't. I can't go to Oliver Anthony. I gotta go to. I mean, oh, wow. I was. I was. So, I was already committed to go to Porch Fest. So I was like, that's awesome. Those days don't brain, line up. Yeah. If he Oliver Anthony, Anthony, is in Tupelo on the twelfth, what the fuck you doing on the thirteenth, bro? <laughs> you already here? Yeah. yeah come yeah. on down. Come on down. And I'll pay you to play two songs because that's the only two songs I know. Yeah. The uh, rich man north, rich man north of Richmond, and the uh, uh, gotta get sober. Yeah, yeah, I figured those were the two. Um, or ain't got a dollar. Yeah. Okay, there's three now. Yeah. Ain't got a dollar. There's three yeah. now. Yeah. Maybe he does because that was my thing. I couldn't imagine like going to a Bancorp South Center show in an hour and a half, two hours of him if he didn't have an opener or a closer. It's like I didn't know he had that much yeah. music. Because I, I don't know what I'm yeah. gonna listen to for an hour and a half, two hours. You know, yeah, I, th- I think I would be. I'm just gonna be kind of be waiting for those few songs. You know, and you know they're at the last. You know what though? I like going to shows of people, especially if they're good. I like. Do you going think to he's that good because he's not that technical? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Okay, so first thing you gotta understand is I'm not a musician. Yeah, you just so yeah. his technical ability is gonna be wasted on me if he is super technical. Um, well, you, you have you do have an opinion on what sounds good, though. I, I do, yeah. But uh, 
Uh, I so every time Could you I go put to up with an hour and a half of Richmond or for Richmond. Could you do that for an hour and a half? For the is whole, what I'm asking. Um, that style. By an hour and a half. And I couldn't. I'm good for about 15 minutes, right. and I'm done. Right, right. Well, I'm a, I, I see. I really enjoy Appalachian based like bluegrassy type music. Yeah, you um, a Billy String kind of guy. Yeah, who? I don't know who that is. Wow, dude, we should reanimate the sketch of the guy that doesn't know anything. Yeah, I don't know who Billy String is. Wow, Wow. who are the Kardashians? Who? (laughs) Okay, one was married to K Nine. Who was uh, Kanye? uh, In your mind, could you tell me anything about a Dave Chappelle, or was it just something? I do know Dave Chappelle. Okay, Bernie Mac. I know a little bit about Bernie Mac. Shazam. Yep. Which one? Shazam or Kazam with Shaq or with Sinbad? Mm, Mandela. Okay, mm. yeah. What are you asking me? Um, as a guy that doesn't know anything, do you? Uh, you I, I'm, I'm not a pop culture guy. <laughs> like, you start asking me about the Kardashians, bro, and I'm <laughs> I was lost. just using that as a plant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know anything about There's one that's named Kim. Mm. And there's is there one named uh, Courtney and Chloe. Courtney and I've heard of them. Uh, that's, that's, and you know and they are yeah. Robert uh, Kardashian's kids, the guy that got OJ off. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. They know are what not. you would call a wag. Okay. Are they really, though? Because they're like billionaires there was a, on their own. There was a book wrote about it. Who was our uh, – we watched Froggy Fresh sing a song about Ian Gary. Ian Gary, yeah. About a wag. Yeah. yeah. And what that is, it's like this woman cracked the code on what it was to marry Bro, but why would you go after, if that's the case, why would you go after an MMA fighter? My wife doesn't have any money. Well, that wasn't her first bag, bro. She was doing soccer players for that. Okay, well, that's smart. Soccer players are way smarter than <laughs> yeah. MMA fighters. Yeah. Well, they sure. make more money, too. Make a, that's what I mean. Yeah. There's no money in MMA, bro. No. There's no That's why I left. That's why I quit fighting. If I had thought that there was any realistic possibility of me staying in MMA, I might have I stayed. But there, were fight, there are fighters way better than me that didn't make shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it. most of them don't make anything. Now, you know, Allen makes good money. You know, Allen makes a lot of money. Uh, there's some guys, they, 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 there are guys out there that make good money, but it's not, there's not that much in it for sure. Yeah. So, I, so Billy, I, I do feel like I'm supposed to know who that is. Billy Strings. You do. I've got, yeah. Is it, is it a, like a bluegrass yeah. person? Okay. Yeah. I'm not a, uh, I don't know a lot about other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean that. I don't mean that bad. Like I'm going to send you that Ryan Lone sketch, and you are going to laugh your ass off. Okay. You already like Ryan Lone. Yeah. He's a, the. Yep. When woke and racism agrees. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's funny. All that. Yeah. He's funny. Yep. Funny guy. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on this episode of Man Up Podcast. It's been it's been different. You know, one thing about the Man Up Podcast, you never know exactly what you're going to get. Dude, it for was better just, or worse. It was just like Forrest Gump describing a box of chocolates. Yep. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's really serious. Sometimes it's really goofy. Sometimes Wednesday episodes do tend to be a bit more serious, though, except for when they're not, and then they're way more goofy. Mm. Uh, But Wednesday episodes, you don't know what you're going to get. Make sure you go subscribe to our Patreon, the Man Up Podcast. Go check out our socials uh, at the Mississippi Superman. We'll see you all in the next episode. Peace. Peace.